We take you now to JD Hansel with a Muppet Hub News Flash. Hey everyone, JD here with another Muppet Hub News Flash. This is basically when I just sort of recap what's been going on at Muppet Hub a little bit and give you an idea of what we're working on right now and where we're going and maybe tell you a little bit about what's been going on uh, in my life. And I think it's generally a pretty good idea to do this because when I've only been doing things like Let's Talk Muppets, I don't really get much of an opportunity to talk to you guys about that, but I want you to be informed and I also always want to get feedback from you guys. So I've got a couple of things to talk about that you may find interesting and important. And the first thing is that I don't think I'm posting this recording on YouTube, just so you know. I've enjoyed getting to do that with the Let's Talk Muppets recordings, but for this, I think it's best to not do that because I really like not having to worry about copyright problems. And on Let's Talk Muppets, I haven't actually been able to play much in the way of music at all, except for very, 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 very few songs that I know are safe because YouTube lets me play those. They're from the YouTube audio library. And I, I like those songs, but I always prefer the freedom that comes with iTunes and just the way that podcasting is supposed to work without the restrictions of YouTube getting in the way. So just to stick it to YouTube's face, here are a few songs that are protected by copyright laws and all that stuff that I shouldn't be allowed to play right now, but somehow I can totally get away with it. Okay, but seriously, folks, let's get to it. I loved having a break from Let's Talk Muppets. That was a lot of fun for me. I like that. I got the time to focus on other things, but I'm looking forward to getting back to that. However, Steve isn't going to be able to make it to the next one, to episode number, what show are we on, five? Yeah, he can't do that because that son of a gun is going to Disney again. So I've got someone else stepping in to co-host, which I think is going to be a lot of fun, and... This little bit of a change is something that I actually expected to have happen a lot more often. I thought I was going to be rotating co-hosts more. I think you're really going to enjoy what we do this time, as long as I can actually arrange it, like I'm planning on. It's all still in the works, but don't worry, there will be an episode of Let's Talk Muppets. I just don't know for sure that I have a co-host, and I don't know for sure that it'll be around Friday or Saturday like I prefer. I just have to work out scheduling, which could be kind of tricky, but I do know I certainly have guests lined up for the Phone a Friend segment. I really like that segment, I think that listeners enjoyed that segment, and I'm, I'm pretty proud of that, so I want to continue that and I have some other people uh, arranged to come on for that in the future, but not too many, so you could still get in if you wanted to in a show in the not-too-distant future. I can't promise next Sunday AD, but in the not-too-distant future. That was for my Mystery Science Theater fans out there. What else? What else? What else? Oh yes, I have no idea what I am doing, or when I'm doing another 11-point collar, 
because I've got Let's Talk Muppets taking up all my time, and I don't really have that much that I need to do a show on. I tried to get an interview for Eleven Point Collar, actually, that ended up, as, as we talked about it, it ended up working best for it to be an article form interview, which I've never done before. I've enjoyed seeing these things on Tough Pigs and the Muppet Mindset. Mostly the Muppet Mindset, I think, does a lot of those interviews, like with Dave Goles and Jerry Nelson. They've had some great interviews via email. I've never tried it on Muppet Hub, but I'm going to give it a shot with a Sesame Street performer that I think you're all going to really enjoy hearing from. Aside from that, though, I don't have that many other people lined up as guests. I've got some ideas, and I will make some calls once I'm sure that I'll actually have time to work on 11 Point Collar, but as you can imagine, Let's Talk Muppets has taken up a lot of my time, and I actually expect my work schedule to get pretty busy soon. So no word yet on 11 PC. Sorry about that. Hopefully another show like that will be coming in the near future. I hope. We'll see. In other news, guess what? I will be, as some of you already know, at the grand opening of the Center for Puppetry Arts' new building. Yes, with the big new Jim Henson collection that I have been excited to see for the past five years now. Really, I've been waiting some time. Uh, I don't think we even knew that there was going to be a new Muppet movie, or at least I don't think we knew for sure, when we started hearing about this Henson wing. So, it's about time. I'm so glad to finally get to see it, and what they've done with the uh, Worlds of Puppetry section that's focused on other forms of puppetry, because I think, I think that's gonna be a lot of the stuff we've seen in the center already, for those of you who've been down there. I love this museum. I love the way it was before. I'm happy to see it expanding. I love seeing a focus on different puppetry from around the world. I'm a little bit horrified by that trash monster that you first see when you walk into that one section of the museum. I hope they've locked that one away because I don't want to have to see that again. It's too scary, okay? I can't handle that. Gosh, what the heck? You're trying to give me Nightmare Center for Puppetry Arts? And then the room where all the puppets come to life at random times? Like, they're all just sitting there, and then all of a sudden, randomly, this bat starts flying around over your head, and then one of the puppets' eyes shifts. I'm not making this up. They actually have a room like this. Seriously. What's wrong with you people? Well, hopefully in the new building we won't see any problems like that. I think they'll have that all fixed up, but honestly... Even if it's the same way, heck, it's a great museum, and I suppose the spookiness is part of the fun. Um, but I, I'm really just looking forward to seeing all the Henson stuff, like, I believe they have a recreation of Jim Henson's old office, just spot on with all the original stuff there. And, oh, I'm just itching to see that, and I'm itching to meet those of you who are going to be there. I know I'm meeting up with a couple of people, Steve's gonna be there. And I'm staying at the hotel that's partners with the center for this event, the Regency Suites. So if you're also going to be there, that's great. Let's try to meet up at some point. And I'm also going to try to see the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer show at the center. That should be... That should be good. I've been wanting to see that show for a while. It's nice that they got the rights to use the characters from the old Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer TV special. And now they've got them as this cute little live puppet show that should be cool. I'm curious to see what they do with this. I want to see some good puppetry while I'm at the Center for Puppetry Arts, and I think I will. I think I will. Some of the biggest news that I have about what I'm going to be doing in November, aside from going to the Center, is actually a conference call. And I did not see this coming. A few of you may know that months ago, I started getting press releases from Disney. Probably about a half a year ago, maybe. 
because they were doing, you know, the YouTube videos and the, uh, what's that show called again? The show with the children on, doesn't matter. I don't care. I hope it's not called Let's Talk Muppets or else I'm in trouble for stealing that title. That wouldn't be good. No, I think it's something different. Muppet Moments, that's what it is. Wow, took me a while. We had this whole podcast episode that Steve and I did focused on Muppet Moments, and I got the press release sent to me from Disney Interactive about about Muppet Moments, and I couldn't remember the title. Well, that doesn't matter right now, because the important thing is that the Jim Henson Company just sent me a press release not long ago, and I'm very, very happy about that. I was so pleased to be recognized as someone at least somewhat important in the Muppet fan community, as I certainly hope that I am. And then I got a second look at the email and found that it was a, it was a lot bigger than what I'd first thought. Turns out that, if, if I'm allowed to say this, I wasn't told to keep this a secret. So I hope it's okay that I'm saying this on the podcast, but I was actually invited to take part in an, an audio Q&A, I guess it is, over the phone, sort of a conference call, with uh, a bunch of other people who do Muppet news or puppetry news or stuff related to special effects and other geeky stuff, I think, are going to be there. Different news outlets that release the kind of stuff that we're interested in were invited to this, I think. And it's a Q&A with none other than Kirk Thatcher, the director of the upcoming special Turkey Hollow, and Jim Henson Company CEO Lisa Henson. Yes! That Lisa Henson. I'm not terrified about this at all. I'm not worried about getting too starstruck to talk. I should be totally fine. I'm freaking out. Uh, but seriously, this is fantastic, and I'm very, very thankful for this, and I'm glad that I'm going to get to find out more about the upcoming special, Turkey Hollow. It looks pretty cool. We've already had this adapted into a comic book, and or was it a graphic novel? I think it was a graphic novel, and I haven't picked that one up yet. But I think I'd much rather watch the special because it looks like this is going to be more so in the vein of what Jim Henson and Jerry Jewell were originally trying to do with it. Technically, what we're, what we're seeing coming up soon is a TV movie. But if it's made for TV, then in my view, it's a special. I'm, I'm calling it a TV special, even if it's a TV movie. But the puppets for it look really high quality, really sharp, really good animatronics and stuff. You know, I almost wonder if they made this special just because they did the Jim Henson's Creature Shop Challenge and hired someone to work for their Creature Shop and then realized they needed to give that someone something to do at the Creature Shop, so they got the Creature Shop working on a Turkey Hollow special. I don't know. I'm making this up. And I'm not going to ask that at the Q&A. I might ask why it's both a comic book and a special. What's so special about it that it gets to be both? I think that's interesting. But... Aside from that, I think the questions are going to be quite serious. I have to be very professional about this and not tell a bunch of people about it in a podcast. Moving right along to more Muppet Hub-focused things that affect you a little bit more, I am working on setting up Amazon affiliation, which I don't completely understand, but as I understand it, I can set up a store through Muppet Hub and links through Muppet Hub to certain products that you, the Muppet fans, would be interested in, such as, just for example, the Brian J. Jones book that we all know and love, Jim Henson, the biography. So I could have a link to that there and other stuff in a store on Muppet Hub that takes you to Amazon's pages for those products, and you can buy them through Amazon, and then I think I would get a little bit of money from that purchase. I'm pretty sure that's how it works, 
And that, to me, seems a lot more relevant than the Google ads that I've been running on Muppet Hub thus far. I don't know if the Google ads actually have been relevant. You can tell me whether or not you've seen stuff on there that is relevant to you. I have no idea. But uh, for right now, I think you can go to the bottom of the homepage of MuppetHub.com, or just about any page, really, and see a little Amazon ad that I tried just to test it out. And you can tell me what to see there, and if that seems at all relevant to you, and if you like that. And... I, I just think this is a better way to actually get people clicking on ads and not minding the ads because it's showing them stuff that they may actually want to get or ask for for Christmas or that kind of thing. That's really what I want here. I've never wanted ads on Muppet Hub to be a problem. I've just wanted them to be one of the things that really just helps me be able to pay for Muppet Hub because it costs a lot of money to have the websites that I have. I'd like it if they could pay for themselves because this is a very expensive, time-consuming hobby, as you can imagine. Speaking of all that, for my Zazzle store, I haven't added all that many products to this store yet, so if you have suggestions for products that I could add with different logos or characters that I actually own, please send those in. You know how to contact me, me, M-E, at MuppetHub.com, or not me, N-O-T-M-E, at MuppetHub.com. They both work. Just get something to me about what I can do to make products and display products that you would be more interested in. Oh, and also I've got the eBay store. I've got to check and make sure that those links still work and I can probably add a few more of my things up there. And please, if you see anything that you like, please go ahead and buy it. I'm ready to get rid of this stuff and get a little extra cash and again, get Muppet Hub paying for itself. Another thing that you may have noticed on the Muppet Hub support page is that I've been saying that I was going to upload a video or I was going to create a gig, rather, for Fiverr, Fiverr.com, where you pay $5 for a service, and then someone does this service for you, and then you can go away with uh, a logo that someone designed for you for $5, or uh, a piece of music that someone recorded for you for $5. It's that kind of thing. For me, you'd get a voiceover. So you pay $5, and I can record 250 words, up to 250 words, in my professional podcaster voice, or more natural voice, or the Kermit the Frog voice, or whatever. That's the idea. So if you need narration for something, you need to put together a little commercial or promo, I'd be able to do that. I'd at least be able to record the voice for it. I can't necessarily promise supplying you with all the music and touching up every little aspect of the sound of it, but I'd make sure that you got a pretty good high-quality recording, maybe with a little bit of compression, certainly with a bit of noise cleanup, so that you'd be happy with that. Other things that I have in the works at Muppet Hub, I've got a Puppet Rants that I'd like to do soon. It's slightly controversial, as I knew my Puppet Rants videos would eventually go, but only slightly. Probably not nearly as dangerous as the video I did about uh, Ernie and Bert not being a gay couple. That one was... I was really, really nervous about making that video, but honestly, that was probably the first idea I had for a Puppet Rants. It was one of the first three, I can tell you that. So I've, I'd been putting it off for years. Well, maybe not years. I think I had the idea for Puppet Rans in August of 2013, and this one came out around May of 2015. So, not that long, but you get the idea. It was important for me to do that one. Now I've got another one that I'd like to do that I think is really important. I don't find it particularly offensive. I doubt that you guys will either. It's just something that some people might want to argue with me about, and I guess that's okay. I just have to, first of all, find time to do it. Secondly, find energy to do it, because puppeteering is so hard. And third, I gotta make sure that my puppet is still working, because this sucker, as I may have mentioned before, has been around since 2013, and 
at that time I hadn't taken many lessons in puppet building. So it's never worked particularly well. It's always been harder to perform than, than uh, say, the Penguin Puppet or the Kermit the Frog Puppet that I've got. Way harder to do, and it's always been falling apart ever since I put it together. So once I can make sure I've got the arms secured on there, and I've got the head and the mouth working, and the head isn't going to slip out of the body again, and I've got everything fastened together, then I can try to record another Puppet Rants video. I know it's been a while. I know the last one didn't even make it on YouTube. Um, I'm actually going to try to put together a little trailer for that video that'll go on YouTube, and the trailer can send people from YouTube to the video on Muppet Hub, so that more people can see the Xanadu review that I did that's been really important to me for a long time. Other things in the works include the Fraggle story that I may or may not have mentioned I was writing, but ever since around the time of the Muppet Madness tournament, when I found out that they were still trying to pursue this Fraggle movie, for some odd reason, with the same storyline that they've been thinking about for a long time, well, that's when I decided that I would have to try writing my own movie about it. So I've been working on putting that story together. I've got a lot of it so far. I've just about got a rough outline together, I think, and I've got a lot of other notes, so I know a lot of the scenes, a lot of the jokes, a lot of the twists, a lot of the turns, and most of what I have to do at this point probably just concerns getting it into screenplay form, which may take years. They may actually have made the Fraggle movie by this time. I don't know, but I think it's worth a shot to at least get this out there in the form of fan fiction uh, to show people that there is something cool and good and new and fresh that could be done with the Fraggles at this point that would be more interesting to people and more enjoyable for Fraggle fans than, well, basically a rehash of the Smurfs, but with Fraggles. Aside from that, I think that's about all I had to say except that I really want to play more music right now. I, I still haven't gotten around to doing anything with the J.D. Hansel radio idea that you guys probably heard about weeks ago. I just I haven't figured out what I'd do with it. I, I'd have to find the time. I'd have to find the place to put it. If it was going to be a podcast or if it was going to be a video series, would I have co-hosts? Would I have listener feedback? And most of all, would people listen? Because if I only have two listeners, well, then it may not really be worth it. I did finally set up stats or uh, more accurate statistics, I should say, so that now I'll have a better idea of how many people are listening to each new episode of 11 Point Collar or Let's Talk Muppets. Up until this point, I've only had a very vague idea of how many people have been listening, and I think about 100 people or more did hear uh, episode one of Let's Talk Muppets, but after that it's decreased to, for Let's Kill Statler, probably only about 30 thus far. So it's not like I don't have any listeners, but it's still a small bunch. So if I were to do, say, J.D. Hansel Radio, in which it's just some guy talking about whatever music he feels like, then I think that number of listeners would be really small, and then it probably wouldn't be worth the time. So I have to figure out what I'm going to do there. But for now, I'm going to play a few songs that I think are really interesting that have actually come out recently that are surprisingly really good for songs that have come out recently. It's not too surprising when you find out who the artists are and you realize that they've been in the business in some cases since the 60s or 70s. So I'll start off with a new song that just came out days ago from Elton John, and it's a pretty good song. I think it's a little too muddy. You may hear that as well. What I'm trying to say there, by the way, for those of you who don't speak audio producing, is that it the bass is a little low and the low frequencies in the lower sounds in the song are a bit overpowering. So it's, it's thumping and booming a little too much 
in the really low frequencies, in my opinion. You might not hear it the same way, but I have good speakers that pick up on all the little things, so I hear that a lot. And my ears also pick up on little things like that because I listen to music quite critically. But on the whole, I think you're really going to enjoy uh, this song. I'm happy that it's a thing that exists.
And now moving on to a song that came out a few, I guess it was a couple months ago now, probably, from, I think the album is either still upcoming or it just came out. It's an album produced by my favorite singer-songwriter Jeff Lynne, but he produced it for Brian Adams. You probably know the name Brian Adams because he's been a name in, well, pop and classic rock and all that jazz since, uh, I want to say, late 70s? Certainly big in the 80s. And so he released this rockabilly song not too long ago that has a title that's been used for many other songs before, but I've never heard a song that sounds quite like this one, with the exception of Jeff Lynne's Don't Let Go. And I think because they have the same producer, Jeff Lynne, they kind of sound exactly the same. I'm actually going to play both of those songs now that I think about it. I'll play them back to back so you can hear how similar they sound. But still, You Belong to Me is its definitely its own piece, and it's certainly one worth hearing, and I'm happy to say that it came out in 2015 when we really, really need good music.
I wouldn't stop for a million bucks. I love you so. Come on, baby, now don't let me go. Thunder, lightning, wind, and rain. Don't let go. Don't let go. It keeps on pounding inside my brain. Don't let go. Don't let go. I'm so glad that. about it for this Muppet Hub News Flash. You know where to contact me, me, M-E, at MuppetHub.com. Of course, you can always contact me through the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash JD11PC or MuppetHub.com slash Facebook. And we've also got the Twitter. Feel free to send me a tweet or a message over there at JD11PC. And on Tumblr, I'm also JD11PC. Whichever way you want to contact me or follow what I'm doing over here at Muppet Hub, please do so. And also, if you get the chance, check out the movie reviews and other fun things I'm doing over at JDHansel.com. And also, check out my Fiverr gig. And if you need someone to record a voice for you for whatever thingamajig it is you're working on, please, please, please consider hiring me for that. I think that would be a lot of fun. All right, until next time, whatever I say as my sign-off on this show, I don't do Muppet Hub News flashes often enough, so I don't know, so I'll just stick with the old standard. Until next time, waka waka, wubba wubba, and weeba weeba. 